Welcome back to the lovely SCC, the self-care cast with Ashley and Cass. And I don't know. So, right, I was watching, I downloaded Facebook again, and I ended up falling down this rabbit hole of this, like, Facebook page called Channel 4. And it's, like, it's, like, British from, like, the United Kingdom. It's something. And it's so interesting. I spent, like, two hours just watching it and like it was so interesting and I'm pretty sure after I record this I'm about to go back because I was just so interested with like the different things it was like this dating thing and it was like kids going to like old folks homes it was just so interesting and I think everyone if you discover it like just tell me your opinion about it because like I want to talk about it to somebody else just because it was just so interesting but I don't know. This person just crossed my mind, and I just wanted to talk about it, just because I don't think I really talk. I haven't talked about it in a minute, and now that I'm thinking about it. It's like okay, I want to talk about it, and I record. I tried to record a podcast episode like twenty times, and I can't decide on what I want to talk about. So I'm just gonna tackle one big thing, and hopefully this is the final take because I'm not recording this again. Is too much, too, too, too much. <sighs> okay, so I was talking to this one guy, his name was Jordan, and I met him on Tinder. I'm gonna start all the way from the beginning of where it is and why I'm thinking about it again. So, I guess I should. So, I met Jordan on Tinder, and I didn't know his name was Jordan because that's not the name that it was put as. I saw the pictures and I was like, okay, like he's cute. You know when you just swipe on the person you like and you're not expecting a conversation. You just swiping because you you find them attractive. So that's what I did. One day I was at work and I got, I have an Apple Watch. So I got a notification that like I got a message from Tinder. So I was like, okay, like it's about to be one of those creeps again whatever so when I went on my break I went and I looked at the message and the person was basically asking me like like how's my day which is surprising because people on tinder early do that if you have tinder so I went on there and I'm like okay like he said how's my day so I'm like it's good I'm at work and he was like oh cool like he he just got back from playing basketball and I was like, oh, like, I felt like I was, like, a mom. Because I was just like, oh, I hope you had fun with your friends. Like, I, that's what I, I basically said that. I was like, oh, I sound like a mom. And we just, he just made me feel comfortable. And I'm all about comfortability. Like, I like being comfortable. If you make me feel comfortable, then it's a good thing. So he made me feel comfortable. So we are talking. And then he said he was going to, when I got out of work, he said, he was gonna go to sleep and I was like I thought that was so funny because I'm a sleeper I love to sleep so I was thinking the same thing I'm like I'm like I don't want hopefully he doesn't want to talk all day because I'm trying to go to sleep and I I just want to go to sleep so right before the conversation end he was like he was like hit me up the next day and I thought that was really weird because I was just like why does he want to talk to me again tomorrow I didn't think about it like, oh, like not in like a rude way, like, uh, like I don't want to talk to him. I just, people on Tinder just only, usually are looking for one thing. 
So, like, him wanting to talk the next day was just very odd. So, the next day, I didn't want to text him too early, and I didn't want to text him too late, because I knew I had school the next day. So, I texted him around the... <laughs> I guess I did text him kind of early, because I, I think I texted him when I got up for school. And when I get up for school, when I went to God, I get up at like 5.10. And I think I texted him at like 5.30. I don't know. It was it was early. <laughs> and that whole day, I didn't hear a single thing. I was like, okay. Like, I didn't get my hopes up anyway. So I was like, okay, like, like that's fine. Like, I didn't think it, we were going to talk anyways. <sighs> and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to send one more message and I'm going to leave it alone. Like, at that point, like, I'm not going to continue it. And he was like, oh, like, he didn't even realize that, like, he didn't he didn't get no notification. And I know he wasn't lying just because that happened to me on Tinder before where I'll open the app after, like, a long time. And then I'll see the notifications from people that I, I didn't even know message because I didn't get the notification. So I was like, okay, like, that makes sense. So we were talking and getting to know each other again. That's so technically that would be like another day of just like us getting to know each other and it was cool and then he got my number like and then he finally told me his name was Jordan because his name on it was like Reeboks or something like that and I I was like what the very clues that I know I hope this child's name is not no Reeboks because that's not even cute (laughs) so that was that and then I'm trying to remember what happened after like the major thing Oh, we just did the back and forth, like, just the basic getting to know each other. The deal breaker was going to be because I told him much. I told him about my chicken nuggets and stuff. He gonna say he eat it with barbecue, not barbecue sauce. He said he eat it with honey mustard. I was like, oh, no. Why would you do that to the poor chicken nuggets? Why would you dip it in honey mustard? We all know that barbecue is the holy grail for the nuggets. Like, that's why they always running out of barbecue sauce. Because... It's the holy grail. And you know, I work at McDonald's, so I I knew, I've been there times where, like, there was no barbecue sauce, and I had to tell them, like, we don't got that, girl, because we don't got it. So I was like, mm, like, this dude really just said that. So we're going to fast forward to the first time he called. So, it was a Wednesday, because it was my jury. I will only remember this day just because it was my jury and it was on Wednesday and um I was at lunch and then I got a message and I knew it was from him because I got because I just knew it was him and um he said he was gonna call and I was like oh I'm at lunch but I'll text you when I get out so he said okay he said blow my phone up when you get out of lunch because he wants to talk on the phone so I said okay so I got a lunch and I texted him Literally, like a couple minutes, I see the number pop up, and I was like, "Ooh!" Like I'm like shaking in my boots because I'm like, "What am I supposed to say?" So I put the phone to my ear, and I'm like, "Hello." I didn't say it like that. I was like, "I think I said hi," because I never. Who says hello? <laughs> I think who says hello? Um, I said hi, because I I don't know. I just do that, and then he said hi, and he just starts laughing and I just started it, his laugh made me laugh I'm like why are you laughing 
He's like, because he's very nervous. I'm like, why are you nervous? Because there's no need for you to be nervous. I'm like, this, we're getting to know each other. So he made this joke about social security, and it made me laugh. And I was like, 50 seconds into the combo. I was like, okay, like, this is good. And um, we were just talking. And mind you, I'm in quiet study. Um, I was with Luke, Skylar, BB, like, everyone is in the quiet study. But for some reason, that class was just rowdy that day. I was like, okay. He was like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm in school. And I'm like, okay. He was like, why is this so loud? And I'm like, these kids are acting a damn fool. It's supposed to be quiet study. Like, what is wrong with these kids? I was kidding. I'm not going to be one of those people be like, but they were just extra, no, they were extra loud. Like, usually that room's loud, but it was never like that. That day, it was like above and beyond. So we're talking, we're getting to know each other. Like, I'm asking him, like, questions. Like, he's, and I told him I'm a very picky eater. I really am. I'm telling him all that stuff. So the conversation kept going, we're laughing and stuff. Um, I told him I have to go to one campus to the other. So I was explaining to him what, I, like, what kind of school it is, like, what I do, and, like, what's my department. He was like, oh, you draw? And I was like, yeah, I draw. And I was like, please don't ask me to draw anything. Because like, people always do that when they find out that you draw. They be like, can you draw me, like, a flower? And, like, where it's on it. Like, no, like, I don't want to do that for you. Because I would literally make up a story and tell you that I have no time in the world to do it when I just go home and I sit. <laughs> like... No. So I told him to do that. And he was like, wow. I was like, because I was like, as an artist, nobody wants to hear that. Like, it's just like, it's kind of like a thing where you just want to be like, I draw, that's it. Like, I don't want to hear that you want me to draw you something. Like, don't tell me that. So I was telling him like that. And I was, usually, we would have been driving with Pedro, but that day Pedro didn't come to school, so I took the bus. So we were on the bus, and I was telling him like, oh, what class I was going to so we went in there, and I was on the phone, and I was talking, and, like, I'm just telling him about, like, my life, like, my friends, and, like, 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 stuff like that, like, I was talking about Skyler, and, like, um, at the time that we were talking, I think, yeah, our friendship was a little rocky, like, that stuff, I think it wasn't the start, but it was, like, still in the beginning of where our friendship was, like, starting to fall apart, so I was telling him how I was feeling about it, and, like, why, he's such a good listener, he was, like, tell me like like where am I where is it coming from and like talking about like how was our friendship in the past and like just basically trying to get to know all that stuff so I was like okay and I told him that today is my jury and then next thing you know I found out we had some guest artists I was booming because I was like no like I don't want to go to no guest artist. I just want to talk on the phone so I told him I'm gonna bring him with me I was like I'm gonna go and <laughs> I'm gonna keep you on the phone by the time I didn't have headphones I had my long, long, long 36-inch hair, but I had no headphones. So I was like, they're going to obviously know if I'm on the phone with my hands up to my ear the whole time. So, mind you, Pedro still wasn't there. Next thing you know, I see somebody calling me. I turn around, and guess who came? Pedro! He came, and I was like, Pedro, you have headphones, please, please. He he said no at first, and he said, girl, I got you. Pass the headphones. I said, well, I'm on the phone. I was like, I love you. And I was like, I'm going to go on the phone. She was like, okay, cool. And I was still talking to Pedro. Like, we were both still talking while I'm still on the phone. So I was telling him about how Pedro is literally my favorite person. Like, I was just telling him, like, about Pedro and, like, how cool he is and, like, how he spoke in the morning and, like, like this is, like, all that stuff about Pedro. And I was just doing all that. 
and then the guest artist started talking so I was telling him like shh, shh like like stop talking in my ear because I wanted to get to know like the guest artist his the guest artist's work was amazing so that's why I wanted to to like actually listen so I was telling him to shush and um I didn't tell him to shush because I hate being to- I hate being shushed so I was like can you please kind of like doing like stop talking please and he was like he was like, are you at least going to talk to me? And I'm like, yes, I'm going to talk to you, but barely, because I want to know. And then I ended up falling asleep, because, like, you know, when you, t- I'm someone where, like, if you talk for a long time, I get sleepy. So I ended up falling asleep on the phone with Jordan, and he was just doing something. I don't know what he was doing, because I was sleeping. And then I realized that my jury, so Wes came and woke me up. And why am I giving y'all the real backstory about the whole damn day? We're going to skip that, so... I told Jordan I had my jury, and I was like, they, like I told him that I'll call him after. And after, I called him, and I was telling him about my jury, and then I showed him my Drake piece that I did, because like, there's no way for me to explain my art to someone, because I don't have a style of art that I do. I just kind of do whatever, and however it comes out, it comes out. Like I don't have a style. I just kind of do stuff. So I was showing it to him. Damn, I messed that stuff. I hate when I remember stuff and then I'm like, damn, like that's not how it went. Okay. We were going back. Okay, so let me start from when he actually saw the art. Before he saw the art, we was just on the phones. I called him and then he was like, oh, he wants to see my face and all that stuff. He kept telling me to take pictures of my face and I was just like, I just felt weird doing that. So it wasn't like I was a catfish and I'm not that pretty to be a catfish. I was like telling him, like, I'm, I swear to God, I'm not a catfish. He says, to solve all our problems, we're going to FaceTime. I said, okay. So we FaceTime. He was like, oh my God, you're beautiful. Da, da, da. Like all that stuff. And I hate attention. I hate when people tell me I'm beautiful. I don't like that stuff. I, especially when it's in person. Like it makes me feel weird. Like I feel like everyone's eyes are on you all of a sudden. And so he was doing that and then I was telling him like oh my jury he was like what the hell is a jury so I was just telling him like what it is and I was like oh I bring work and he was like let me show you your work so I showed him the drake so now we can start with the drake so I showed him the drake and my creation of Adam thingy that I painted for Chris's class well whatever I had of it and he was like oh my god like Wow, like he, I knew you said he was an artist, but not like that. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't like to toot my own horn, but like, it's pretty good. And I was like, telling him all that stuff. And then we had to go to our next class. I said, okay, I'm bringing you to my next class. So we went to the next class, and then um, we were on FaceTime, literally still on the phone. It was like the hour mark of me being in class, and we were just making jokes he got to see brian and like who else came oh chris came in the camera like i was just talking and we were just like laughing and like stuff like that and it was just really good he made me feel really good and one thing i also found very attractive about him is his voice and i never thought you could be so attracted to somebody's voice in your damn life but when i talked to him I felt like I could just listen to him talk all day just because of how he sounded. And at first I used to say, like, he sounded like Patrick. Like, to me, he did. Like, like he did. But his voice was a little bit deeper, which made it a little different. But it was still, like, very soothing and, like, like 
a really nice like comforting voice like you can listen to it's always at the end of the day and i saw bb for like the third time and she's like you still on the phone and i'm like yeah i'm still on the phone and he was on the phone when i took my whole bus ride home and even when i got my mom's car up until when i got home and all that like we were still on the phone like that that that's the crazy part I ended up accidentally bringing home Pedro's headphones just because it slipped my mind that I, I still had them. And we were just, like, talking. And when I got home, um, I decided, because he told me his life story, I was like, okay, I'm going to tell you mine. So I told him my life story about the past and, like, stuff like that. And he, and he cried about it. Um, everyone cries when I, when I tell him my life story, basically. I I I guess I expected I expected the I'm sorry, but I'm glad he didn't do that. Just because he had his own problems from his his childhood, that like I think he got where like the I'm sorry doesn't help the situation, and I don't like when people say oh, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Like don't tell me that. Like it's just it's like how do you even respond to someone tell you I'm sorry that happened? Like you really can't respond to it but he did cry about it he was like you know the fact that you're still here is like is very inspirational and I was like I guess like I I don't know like I don't I don't know what else to say to it but it was just really good and he said things to me that made me feel really good about myself like he was so worried about how I was gonna feel about him that like I was just like no like why are you worried like I should be the one worried like, I don't know, like, I just don't feel like anyone's gonna like me like that, and I, the fact that, like, he, like, the way he made me feel within a couple, like, a couple hours was just crazy, I was too comfortable, I guess, I'm gonna just put it, I was just too comfortable, he was just made me feel really good, and the issue that fell was that, so later on, in us talking, I felt like I had to force him to talk to me, which was, like, a no-no. He used to text on Snapchat, another problem. And when he would talk, he would leave you on red for, like, 20, like 20 hours. I'm being extra, but, like, he would leave you on red for, like, no exaggeration on this part, like, nine hours. You won't hear nothing from him, but he will send streaks. So... I'm someone who didn't do streaks. I stopped streaks a long time ago. So I would pretend to do streaks just to see what he would say. This dude still didn't say anything. I'm like, nah. So I ended up saying something to him. I was like, that's not cool. Like, like he was like, he's trying. I'm like, you're not freaking trying. Because if you were trying, you would say something. And he still didn't say anything after. So I'm like, okay, cool. It's cool. It's cool. Then, the next day, after we finally talked on the phone, and I was just telling him, like, that's just not cool. Like, like I'm not asking a lot. I was just like, just don't do that. And next day, he ended up saying that, like, he, he's not stable to be in a relationship because of the fact that, like, he has depression and, like, he doesn't think he could do what he's worrying about two people, himself and me. If, he, if people didn't understand what I meant by that. And I completely understood. Like, he told me he had depression. So I was like, okay. I 
I had depression before. I known people who had depression. Like, like so that's it wasn't something where I wasn't like I was new to. So I was like, okay. He said he still wants to talk and like get to know me and stuff like that. I was like, duh, like that's the whole point of us being in the talking stage is because we're supposed to get to know each other. Like that's that's just where it is. And so I understood. And then I was like, okay. But I was like, I ended up saying, but like, if you don't want this to work, let me know so I can just throw that whole liking you part out the window. He was like, don't do that because I want you. Like, I want you. So I'm like, okay, like, so what is the problem? Like, okay, so if you say you want me, then, then so what's good to you? I'm not saying let's be in a relationship right now. I'm just saying let's just see where it goes. He he did the same thing I was just talking about where like he would not reply until I was later. So I ended up having to text my best friend, Skyler, and I was just telling him like I don't think that's cool. So Skyler basically was saying like he don't think I should talk to him anymore just because like like he could see he's bothering me. Like this is a no no. At first I didn't listen and I never listened. <laughs> and then I ended up being like, Okay. So I text Skyler one more time before I was like, That's it. And I told Skylar, like, okay, I think I'm done. After I cried about it, because I was high as hell. And I usually cry when I'm really high. <laughs> and uh, I cried about it to Jayana, Pedro, Skylar, Shangye, my Chi Lee. And um, and that's when I was like, okay, this is this is just not it. Um, and I ended up texting him, and I was like, fuck you for wasting my time. And making me like you. And then I told him, like, I really hope you find peace within yourself and in life. Because he do deserve it. Because I don't think he's a bad person at all. I don't think he genuinely did anything that would make me feel like he broke my... I can't even say broke my heart, but, like, he hurt my, my feelings, like, to the extreme. I just feel like he has a lot of work he needs to do on himself. Including growing and learning how to communicate and and letting people know that you know not and I feel like if he just said not every day he can do the talking I would have understood but like when you don't if no one says anything and you don't get any answers if you're like me you start filling in the blanks yourself and you start trying to figure out what did you do and nobody has time to worry every single day about what they did wrong and and this, this, and a third. Like, I just felt like it was too much. Like, it really was. And I already told myself in the beginning of the year that I am no longer receiving less than what I deserve. And he was giving less than what I deserve. And I was like, this just is not it. I would never wish bad upon him ever just because he didn't really do anything besides the fact that he just didn't text and I I didn't know how he was doing like at all I just need to know if you're okay you do not have to text me every five seconds every five like all damn day I just want to know you're okay and you're good and that's fine but when you don't say anything then I don't know and there's no way for me to help you if I don't know and that's how I felt about Jordan. Like, I was I was willing to support. I'm literally, like, the biggest supporter. Like, I could have been the biggest supporter for him. If he didn't want me to just, like, do that 
basic thing where people be like, it's okay, you're going to make it for this. Like, I'm not going to sit there and tell you that because it's not life. Like, sometimes you just can't do it. In life, it's okay to not be okay. So I'm going to tell you that. But I'm not about to sit here and be like, you know, keep smiling and, and laugh every five seconds because it's going to say, I'm not going to tell you that. And I think that's what he thought it was going to be like. But after he realized that that's not how I am, like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to tell you things that you think people are, everyone in the whole goddamn world is going to say to you. I'm not going to do that. And that's what I told him. I was like, I'm not that type of person. I'm not going to do that. I'm not about to sit here, give you false false hopes, if that's the word, I guess, and, and do that. I'm not. I was, I was like, I'm going to tell you what you need to hear, and however you want to take it, you take it like that. And I told him, I was like, you really do need to work on yourself. And hopefully later on in life, if the universe wants it to work, it'll work, and we'll come back, and he's he's got himself together, you know, and he's willing to be in a relationship, like, you know, and I really wasn't looking for him to be in a relationship as fast as I think he thought it was going to happen, like, I, I thought he was thinking it was going to be like that for, the, like, the end of the week, and I think that's why he was like, yo, I'm, like, scared, I can't do that, and that's not what I was looking for, like, no, I'm not like everybody else, I'm not going to look for a relationship so soon, like, I don't even know how it feels like to be in a relationship. I don't even think I can even handle being in a relationship. My reasons are different from his. And I felt like if he would have just told me, like, you know, besides, like, the depression, like, what's going on with him, I would have been able to been there more. But, like, he didn't say anything. So I just didn't know. But So I guess I'll get to the point of why I started to, to tell y'all about Jordan. So I was laying down and I was thinking about him. I was just like, I miss his voice. And y'all going to be like, damn, like, he really missed his voice. Like, how good was his voice? But it wasn't just that. I missed the connection we had before the texting situation. Like, I genuinely liked him. And the sad part was that when I first started talking to him, I, when I first started to, like, I guess, shoot my shot, I guess, to people, it was still looking to get rid of that feeling I had towards Patrick. And that's what I told my friends when we were in the car, when we got, when we were at the lake and we were smoking. I was like, I thought I was, I wanted to just get rid of that. And I just didn't want to be like, oh, I'm stuck on this one person. Like, I didn't like that. But then after I got to know Jordan, I just noticed that like, yes, like, besides the fact that his voice was so similar to him, he was completely different. The comfortability was the same. Like, the same comfort, he made me feel the same comfort that Patrick made me feel. But, like, I don't know. I just was, like, after, I was just, like, this is not it. I was, like, I can't. I can't do it. But I just kind of missed him. And that's what made me feel, like, okay. Like, I want to talk about it. I'm here. Is the fact that, like, I kind of missed him. And I don't know. I just wanted to share that with you guys about Jordan and he is a sweetheart he's like a little teddy bear and he's six foot he's really cute even though he like he kept saying like he don't think he is it's like obviously what you see is within yourself is so different than how other people see you like he was looking at him he thought he was ugly and I was just like you really aren't and and that's what really got me in the fact that he was literally 
like job wise, he was doing everything. I never met someone who's who who literally did things like I didn't even know about. Like I didn't even know he could do stuff like that or you can do stuff like that. So I was like, okay, I'm a, let him know about my little candy business make him make me feel like I'm doing something cool like and I told him about like how he sell candy and like stuff like that and where it came from like why I decided to do it and things like that and like the, his reaction was just was just so funny to me it was like the fact that he was like you were an entrepreneur I was just like right you you know like my school was just shitting on my idea but you know it's okay so yeah you know and talking to him was a real I I I I what am I trying to say? It was a real eye opener. I was gonna say I oh wow. I'm like what the frick am I talking about? But it was a real eye opener and yeah. It's, and I still have the screen recordings of like us on FaceTime because if you look at them, we're always laughing. And I was just like, I want that feeling again, I guess. You know, it's rough. It's rough out here. And he understood my love for poetry. I love poetry. I love it so much. And I remember when we were, like, on the phone, and he told me to give him his, like, tell him my autobiography. I was like, I want to read poetry to you while you go to sleep. Just because, like, he wanted to hear me talk. And I was willing to do that. I was like, okay. I have a nice, lovely collection of um, poetry. Some of my faves. I was like, I will bust out like six of those books right now. And until you fall asleep, I'll read every single one. And that's just how I was feeling. And I wanted to share that about you guys. Not share that about you guys. Share that to you guys about Jordan and why it didn't work you know you can't always expect things to go the way you want it to and but that's life it's good when the unexpected is unexpected <laughs> so yeah you know I don't know what else to talk about I just kind of want to go down I guess I'll talk about your name so the other day so basically on Monday. Damn, it's tomorrow Friday already. Okay, so on Monday, actually on Sunday, I invited Janae to come hang out. It was supposed to be just me and Janae. And then I told I told Bibi, and then I, Bibi was like, oh, she wants to go. And I was like, okay, I'm going to bring Michelangelo. If you don't know who Michelangelo is, that's my bull. And uh, so I was like, oh, we could just smoke, you know, chill, whatever. Like, I, the way I pictured it, it was just laid back. Like, a little bit of, like, that shea butter baby plate in the back. And then just smoking. Right. So, on the Monday, Janae was coming. Everything, to me, felt smooth. I was like, okay, I got my bowl packed. I was going to get dropped off to my grandmother's house. Like, it was just cool. Then, um, we get to Jai's house because that's where we decided to go. We go there. Skyler decides he wants to come. I knew he was going to do that. We ain't going to get into that. Um, <laughs> and uh, we get there, and then we wait. We smoke, because I had some weed left. And I was like, okay, we're going to smoke, whatever. And I'm like, chilling, I'm high, I'm laughing. And then we wait for Janae to come. So Janae comes. 
barely says, well, I went to her car because she told me she was here. So I was like, well, I'm going to go get her. So I went outside and I got her and I sat in the car. I knew something was off with Janae just because of like how she was acting. Like she was moving so damn slow. I'm like, God damn, she that high already. God damn. Like what's wrong with her? Like she was just acting a mess. So I was like, okay. So go. Go upstairs sit down we chilling we smoking whatever and then she's not saying a damn word so i peeped because i kept making faces and bb kept laughing bb is literally my little sister that whole family is my family like i love them to death so so from now on bb's my little sister jayon is my big sister justice is my big sister too um jerica is my big sister too um smile is my niece like like that's that's just where my family's at, okay? So, um, so we're just chilling. I'm like looking at Phoebe, like, okay, so she's not gonna freaking talk? Okay, okay. So then we sat there for like five minutes going, <clears throat> for like trying to get her attention. She still didn't look for like a while. Then she eventually looked up. She said, wow, and looked back down. I'm like, okay, I'm not about to do this. So, two minutes later, she decides, I guess she was leaving. So I was like, okay. BB was not with shit. She was like, okay, she leaving. Let's go. I'm opening the zone for you. <laughs> and she opened the zone. She's like, she leaving, she leaving. And I'm like, okay. And I go downstairs with her to walk. And Janae's talking perfectly fine. I'm like, what the hell? And I thought that was really rude because I just felt like because I invited you, you would have I would have thought she would have been talking and chilling and, and things like that. But like she really was just sitting there like like, what was wrong with you? Like, what were you doing? And I just thought it was really rude, and it bothered me. It really bothered me, just because of the fact that Janae called me her best friend. And it felt like, it just feels like, why would you even say that? And then you go do that. Like, you just not talk, no nothing. Like, like that's just not how it works. Like, I invited Janae to my graduation. I got her ticket. Like, I was like, okay, I'm going to get her a ticket. Yeah, and I'm and I was like okay, so I was just like, come on now, like that that that's what you gonna do, like why are you gonna do this? Oh my foot, sleep. But it was just, I don't know. She was just not talking, and it really, it, you could tell it was really bothering BB too. It's like I think BB was a lot more upset than I was. Like yeah, it bothered me, but it was just like you could tell it was really bothering BB, and that's just something I didn't want. I didn't want it to bother her at all, just because I don't think that's how it should have been in the first place. It shouldn't have been like that, and like it was like I always put myself in these situations where I'm just like I don't know what to say sometimes. Where it's like I know I need to address it, but it's like how do you go about addressing it? Because it's like Janae's someone where it's like she's kind of like laid back and chill. So like if you tell her like yo like I feel some type of way, she'll just kind of be like okay, like like she's sorry, leave it as that. Not knowing that like to her, to like BB and me is kind of a bigger deal. Like we invited you, like we kind of, we made you feel like you should have been comfortable. Like you should have been comfortable enough to like interact and things like that. And you didn't. 
it was like, why, what was the point of you coming if that's how you were going to be? I'd rather her had just tell me that she couldn't come than her just sitting there. Like, that's just how I was feeling at the end of the day. Like, I just didn't think it was cool. And Janine should have known that. But I'm not going to force anybody to talk either. I'm not going to be like, okay. So I just kind of let, let it be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't know. These people just, I don't know. People just be doing the most. Or the fact that Skylar uh, wanted to do pay night. He, literally, I texted him about pay night. I was like, ooh, like, I want to do Bob Ross tutorials. Like, and I want to be the teacher. Just because I I love I never noticed that I love doing this, but I love teaching art. <laughs> like, I love being like, okay, like, boom, boom, boom. Like, this is how it is. So I wanted to do a Bob Ross. I wanted to master a Bob Ross thingy and and just kind of do one and be like, oh, we all paint together. So he told me that Jai and, and BB were having a, a paint night. He didn't say he was participating in it. He didn't say that. He was making it seem like he, he just knew about it. Not knowing that he painted that damn sunflower basically the same damn thing. I was just like, you don't have to be secretive about it. Just say you part, you're participating too. But Skylar has this thing where like he thinks I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be mad. Just because I've gotten mad at him before in the past. Just because the things that he's done to me as a friend, I would have never done to him. And he knows that. And like I don't have a grudge towards him anymore. Well at least yeah, I don't have it anymore. I haven't really forgave him for it, but I'm learning to forget about it. And that's the, that's kind of the challenging part. Just because I feel like our friendship has been good for so long that now that it was starting to fall apart, I was just like, come on. Like, like we should be doing better than this. Like, like what is going on? So I was just like, why would you... Why are you being secretive? Like, that that basically was the problem. Like, don't hide that that's what you was doing. Just say that. Like, come on. Like, what did he really think I was about to do? It, even if he said, oh, like, he thought I was going to get mad. Why am I going to be mad for? Because what am I going to do? I'm literally in a whole other town. He was in a whole other town. I can't be mad from another town. Like, that don't make no damn sense. Just tell me what you're doing. Like, don't hide it. Like, just tell me. Like, tell me what the deal is. Let me the hell know. I would not have been mad at all. At all. Because I like that he's doing that. Because he's doing it with someone that he loves. And that's that's the greatest part. I would love to FaceTime someone and, and paint. Like, that's literally my ideal thing. Just because I am an artist, like I love seeing people who who aren't artists do art, because the things they create are is so different from I feel like what I'll create, and it's so interesting, and I feel like love makes you create a different kind of art, just like when people who make music and you're sad or like you're going through this phase in life where things aren't going right, your music is a little different. Then when, like, you're happy as hell and you're chilling, like, different feelings create different emotions. Oh, no, different emotions create different things. See, I swapped it. And it shows. And I wanted to see it. 
and I wanted to be part of it too. Maybe not then though, you know, maybe now. I would have. Like I was, I found my journal that Patrick gave me the day it was his last day. And I was going back and looking at like how it was like the days after he left. And it, you could just tell like where I was in life. Like, I was just like, well, damn, like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> and then you could see it start to get better as it went on. And it started to be more of, like, I was writing down things that I don't feel like were worth writing down to things that I feel like are very meaningful and and stuff. Like, one of them that I just found now is my steps to soul traveling. I remember I told Patrick about how I let my soul travel sometimes. To someone who doesn't get that, they'll be like, what the hell is that? And that's weird. But to me, where I believe in the universe and things like that, and the soul and the energy and things like that, like, I understood what I was talking about. So I was talking about, like, how I let my soul travel. And he just thought it was very interesting. So I was writing it down about, like, the steps of soul traveling. So the first one is to relax, obviously. Like, and that means relax from head to toe like your body has to be completely like in that calm state and then step two is to tune everything out so that means no technology for more than six hours to some people you cannot do that for me I can do that I've done it before and you just kind of like you just tone in within yourself so you start doing things that just involve you internally and you just kind of like chill and like like what I used to do was I used to just lay down and talk to myself I just talk and whatever I was feeling I just let it out and I just calm down and that's what I used to do and number three I used to turn my diffuser my essential oil diffuser on and just chill okay just chill like no phone no nothing music playing that's how it is and the last one I used to just write and that's what I use this journal to do I used to write and you know but not this just journal but like all the journals I had before I used to just write in six or not six so five step five eventually it would just your soul would just kind of roam free I don't really know that part like um it just usually works for me and when Patrick left I let my soul travel for a while and a really long time actually you'll know when you get your soul back (laughs) this sounds so weird to talk about but it's just like you just know and like that's something like I never noticed I was really passionate about about like universe and like how I feel like the universe is a big part of like everyday life until when I started talking about it often where I was like yeah the universe did it for a reason and like things like that but like soul traveling was something that I actually read about and then I was like okay like that's a thing like to people who believe in it it's a thing and I believe in it and then I let my soul travel that's the best way I could put it and when Patrick left. That's what I did. I let my soul travel for like two months. And then I found myself again. 
and that I think that's the real thing where you find where you find it out is when you find yourself again and you just kind of like you're cool and I think that's where the the self-love came from because I remember one time I think I talked about this before how Patrick kind of said to me like you know like I didn't love myself in the time that he said it, I was very defensive. I was like, I didn't say it to him, but I was like, what the hell? Like, who are you to tell me I don't love myself? And I remember I told him, too. I remember I was, it was, a, like, the fall. It was a Friday he told me, and then I told him, like, that following Monday. I was like, who are you to tell me that I don't love myself? And I was like, I see the sparkles in my own eyes. Like, like who are you? I was like, who can you say say this about themselves? And I remember, but then now that, like, after he left and then like I truly understood what it meant to like have self love for yourself that's when I was like I understood what he was talking about what he said was right I didn't love myself just because you say you love yourself sometimes sometimes you're just not telling the truth and in my in my defense I, I wasn't I feel like I just said that just because he was trying to tell me I, I didn't but like afterwards I, I knew this is the first time in my life where I'm actually very comfortable in my skin. Like, extremely comfortable. Where I can literally walk outside wearing something I would never wear before and, and actually feel really good. Like, I wouldn't care who's looking at me. Like, I would just be like, if I feel good, that then it's good enough. And I, I want to thank Patrick for that. Just because at the time when he said it, I just don't think... I think he knew that I didn't understand what he was talking about. So he was like, he kind of just threw it out there and be like, okay, we're going to see how you react to it. And my reaction was the reaction he thought I would have I done too. But now I know, what, I know what it means to actually love yourself. And I'm actually in love with myself. I'm very in love with myself. And the thing about self-love is it's not an everyday thing. And that's fine, too. But just being aware that after you get out of that phase of, you know, like, I don't look good today, that the next day you'd be like, well, at the end of the day, I'm still that. I'm still that bitch. <laughs> I'm still that guy. I'm still this. I'm still that. I'm very proud of myself. Very... And there was a situation in Six Flags where I really thought it was going to set me back. And it didn't. And that's so crazy to me. So let's get into that. It's a lovely story. So we went to Six Flags. And I went on one of the rides. This is very uncomfortable for me to talk about, but we have to. We went on one of the rides. And couldn't go on the ride because of my weight and it happened again the second time we went to Six Flags the first time it happened I didn't cry but the second time I cried just because of I was extremely embarrassed I was very I was extremely like even now that I'm thinking about it it makes my heart hurt how embarrassed I was but I also want to thank Skyler because he got off the ride and he didn't have to. He really didn't have to. But he did it anyways. Just because he said he didn't want me to be alone. And 
I think what I appreciate the most is like even though I told him that he didn't have to like I would have been fine he knew in that moment that even though I said that he knew I still needed somebody with me and he was that person and I think it meant extra too (laughs) was because we was going we've been going through so much issues with our friendship that I I kept pushing him away in that moment I didn't want to push him away anymore I feel like I could cry about it right now just because of how much Skylar really does mean to me as a friend because he's always been there. It's something that I would cry because I remember crying to Luke about it twice about how rocky our friendship was getting just because, like, I don't think Skylar knew. See, there goes the tears. I don't think Skylar knew, but, like, just because he was there physically, it didn't feel like he was there emotionally or mentally in our friendship the last couple of months and that was the really sad part like it hurt me and it hurt me so much and I was at the point where I was so tired explaining to him what was going on in our friendship like I just was really tired and if anyone knows how tired you are explaining yourself especially when it comes to your emotions you know that once you're tired you're done and I was actually at the point where I wanted to give up on the friendship just because I was so tired of just telling him like this is what you're doing and you know you're doing it and you still not inconsiderate of my feelings and that's the that's the problem that's the real problem that no matter how many times I told you you still doing the same thing and I remember telling him too like I still haven't forgave you for it but I'm learning to forgive not forgive <laughs> the wrong thing oh I haven't forgiven him for it but I'm learning to forget about it that's what I meant to say I'm learning to just because if I don't have that resentment towards him about all the stuff that he's done if I try to forget about it then there's no problem there's no need for me to bring up anything or be like oh well you did this in the past and like stuff like that it's just better for our friendship if it's not like that and yeah and I really appreciate Skylar for that cause he really didn't have to do that he did that and that situation was very uh, a mess. Like, I officially will not be going on any rides at Six Flags as long as I'm a fat girl. <laughs> if that's if that's just how I'm going to put it. As long as I'm like this and I'm, I'm big and I will not go on it. I will not go on any rides. And that's a promise that I've already made with myself that I will not. No matter it's just too much and I don't want to go through that headache or that that feeling of like wondering oh am I gonna fit or am I gonna like that's just too much it's too much <laughs> and I I think I'm more disappointed in the people who told me to at Six Flags that like yo like you probably have to get off because they were big too <laughs> like they were big they were fat too both males and the way they looked at me was is the reason why I would never go on a ride again and 
I want to be dramatic and be like, I hope you're happy because now we won't be going out anymore, right? But like, I'm not going to do that. I'm about to be like, I'm just not going out anymore. But when I go to Six Flags, I will still be stunting on Six Flags because I'm going to tear up those lovely fried out. And they definitely will be getting my money because I already bought an anklet from there. Like, I be buying stuff from there. So I bought me a damn sweater that I love. And I, I swear to God, I be wanting to kill that sweater every damn day. But it's too hot for that. And I'm not about to be a baked potato just because I want to flex in my hoodie. So, on my lovely sweater. So, yeah. Hold on. So, this thing is going to, like, cut off. But we're going to pause it. And then we're going to come back. Okay, lovelies, I'm back. And, hold on, I'm thirsty now. <laughs> I wish I had more water, though. Because I can't drink juice or soda for a long time. I would literally feel still dehydrated. Even though I would drink, like, a whole box. Like, a whole liter of juice. If I don't have at least, like, six eight bottles of water like after or before i would literally still be thirsty so i wish i had water because now i feel like i'm gonna be so thirsty but yeah i don't know what else i should even cover i think i already talked oh i didn't talk about my window falling on me and i really don't want to talk about it just because of the fact that um like I said before, I tried to record this like 20 times. So I basically already sent the story like 20 times. And I just don't feel like telling it a, a 21 times. Like I just don't feel like doing it one more time. So I apologize. But basically my window fell on me when I was high. And uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm going to read something I wrote in here. Recently, I I think it's I received from my notebook again, and um the notebook that Patrick gave me, and I started putting things in it. Like one of my favorite pages is that one time, Skyler gave me this this cute little paper thing, and it was basically saying like how much he appreciate me, and then on top I gave him I taped in the letter he wrote that he gave me like around our last few days of of high school and it's in here and then I have the dried up flower that Jayana gave me from Academy Awards that I taped in here and then I have the two graduation tickets that for the people who couldn't come for my graduation so Patrick's tickets in here and then Mr. Dylan's tickets in here and then I got that little slip thingy they gave when I got my first award not my first award but like I got a superlative at school for most supported. And I got the card that Chris gave me is in here. I really miss Chris. A lot. And I remember when I saw him on graduation, 
how much I cried. Like, when I hugged him, like, that hug was so genuine. He would tell you how genuine that hug was. Because I hugged him, like, that was my last time seeing him. Like, I had, like, if I was going to die, like, that's how I hugged him. And Chris is one, one of the only, literally the only teacher who's literally seen me at every single stage of of my life, basically. Even when he didn't know what was going on with me, he knew. Like, he seen me cry. He seen me booming. He seen me yell at people. Like, I've even yelled at him before. Like, we've argued. We've had our downfall. We had times where, like, I didn't want to talk to him. And there's times where, like, all I want to do is talk to him. There's times where we would literally be, like, laughing and dancing. We had dance battles. Like, he was just everything and I knew if I was alive when he was in high school we would have been the best of friends I'm not even joking just because of how much our energies just match that's just how it would have been and it's so crazy to think that like now that I'm not in high school like I probably won't even see him like that but I promised him that the week that I start you heart that I will come see him because he went to U-Heart <laughs> and we are hawks baby that's so weird to say now now that I'm not in high school anymore oh I miss Lewis Lewis made me cry Whew, why I always feel like every time I talk about Lewis too I want to cry like just because Lewis was just, we've been literally friends since this grade, and Lewis has never switched up on me ever. He, he never judged me. He, he never made me feel like I couldn't trust him. Like, it, we always just had a solid relationship. Our friendship, like Marlena said before, she said on Instagram recently, like, which is so true. Like, I even before she said it, I would have said it, but our friendship is our friendship is always about supporting each other and making sure we're always bettering ourselves and and making sure that everyone around us know that we we don't come to play like we're not jokes we're not here to look stupid like that's just how our friendship has always been but like lately our friendship was just like he has not been coming to school and all we wanted from him from me and Jai and Everyone who's really close to Lewis, we just wanted him to to spend his last few days of high school around us. And we weren't going to beg for it either, but we were just kind of like telling him, like, you know, like, these are the times where you, you should be here. And he wasn't. And, like, that hurt me. Like, and it was to the point where, like, I told him, I'm like, I'm not talking to you until the day of graduation. Like, I told him, I was like, I don't have anything else to say. During rehearsal, and he kept calling me. I literally, I was like, who, who's talking? Like, who is that? Like, I don't know who this is. This is not, I don't know. Just because I was like, if I hug him or I acknowledge him, he's going to think it's okay. And it's not okay. And that's just where I was at. I was like, nope. 
and even though Skylar was like, you should talk to him on graduation, the reason why I talked to him is just because after, I don't, nobody's going to believe me when I say this, but me, Lewis was trying to get me to go over there to go take pictures and hug him for a while. And everyone just kept getting in the way. <laughs> everyone kept going up to him, hugging him, and kissing him up, and, and all this stuff. And I was like, damn. So I just kept, like, kind of, like, doing that lifetime movie thing where, like, you stare from afar, like, oh, like, I want to go, like, go talk to him, you know. And then eventually when I was like, okay, like, everyone's done, he, I saw him, and he told me, he opened his arms. That means for me to go over there to give him a hug. And I hugged him. But he hugged me so tight, yo. And he was just, like, telling me, like, you know, if you're going to keep going, you got to keep going for both of us. And I was just like, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to do this for you. Like, if any point in my life I feel like I'm going to give up, I'm going to think about Lewis. Because Lewis taught me to never do that. To never show people, like, your weakness. Because they will use that against you. Like, don't do it. And I remember I kept me words. He told me, like, how how I healed him. And I wanted to tell him. But I cried so much that <laughs> I wanted to tell him, like, how much he healed me. Lewis is part of the reason why I feel like I'm such a strong person. Because he's the strongest person. I literally know if anyone takes the crown of being the strongest person, it's Lewis. Out of the whole entire... Of our whole entire friendship, I've only seen Lewis cry a total of three times. And I can tell you, every single time every single event every single I can tell you exactly what I had on for all three of those times that I've seen him cry he doesn't want to show people that he like things are going on with him and that's one thing that like it's not a good thing but that that shows that he will literally put anyone before himself and I love him so much and I hope he never forgets about me ever but yeah I think before I end this I'm gonna read some lovely poetry from Milk and Honey I love Milk and Honey if you never read that you should definitely get your hands on it because it's it's amazing in the fu- in the fact that she separates them in different parts you literally see yourself in every single one okay I'm trying to find the one that I I literally always love um okay and you know I love the universe I'm gonna read this one the universe took its time on you crafted you precisely So you could offer the world something distinct from everyone else. So when you doubt how you were created, you doubt an energy greater than us both. And I think that's where I'm going to leave it all.
every single one of you guys who listen to this. Have an amazing day. Enjoy your night. I don't know if it's morning over there. I don't know. I'm acting like I got fans from all over the globe. But I just wanted to tell you guys that, like, like I, it's okay to not be okay if you're not. And I think every day you should take it as a, a learning experience and take it as a, a chance to grow. Because you don't know what your future holds and every day you literally change a little bit of your future so why not just live it live your life be comfortable because that is literally the key to life is comfortability but there are going to be times where you have to be uncomfortable and that's okay too it's how you handle being uncomfortable is the real key so yeah, take that little bit of advice and spread it. Okay, hope I love you guys. <laughs> I was gonna say I hope you have a good night, but I don't know if it's when you listen to it, if this is night or morning. But I love you guys and yeah.